Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. The latest tips and equipment to improve your game. The latest from the leaderboards and your favorite courses. This is Golf in the Northwest, an action-packed hour about everything golf. Now with award-winning PGA professional Harold Bluestein, here's your host, Jason Swigard. And a fun good morning to you all. Flying solo today. Will uh, Will's my marker uh, playing as we are out early. But what? Uh, what? You don't know what a marker is? No. So when there's an odd, so on the weekends after the cut, they play twosomes, groups of two. If, however, you have a single player, right? sometimes they will send then out somebody else to play with uh, them so it feels normal. That person is called a marker. Wait, so they just put like a like a dummy player out there to make it usually feel normal? It's, usually it's like, like one of the head professionals at the golf club. It's somebody that knows what they're doing, obviously. Um, but yeah, it's... Uh, yeah, call the marker. I'm not into reading. Yeah, well, yeah, Harold's not reading this morning. Uh, <laughs> I think he, he's still there in upstate New York, but uh, some uh, some family business to attend to that prevented him from joining us this morning to break down uh, where we're at just starting the weekend for I, the Open Championship. I got to tell you, I don't think there's anything comparable to that in sports. Not really. Isn't there? I mean, I can't think of something like in basketball or like in football that would be like no, because it's an, it's an individual sport. But even tennis, tennis, you need somebody else to yeah to hit with. But it, like yeah, I mean, if the guy gets injured or there isn't anybody to play with, you just call the match. You call the match. Done, and that's it. Yeah, that's so odd. It's 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 interesting. It's one of the quirky things of golf. I feel like golf is one of those sports where they really stay attuned to the mental side, like the mental gymnastics that they're doing out there. Like it's almost as if the association, the sport itself understands that all these people are head cases <laughs> and they're just like, we're going to try to give you as much help as we can here. But at a certain point, you're kind of yeah. on your own. 
I mean, yeah. I don't blame him, man. It's a mental sport. No question. And uh, we will hear from some of the leaders uh, following their second round press conferences or following their second rounds with uh, what they said in the press conference because the leaderboard going into the weekend, you couldn't really ask for much more uh, from what we're looking at. Louis Oosthuizen and Colin Morikawa, well, the final group, have just teed off at the Open Championship. So settle in. It's going to be fantastic out there playing Royal St. George's. Uh, conditions very un-British Open-like with temperatures up around 70. You're not seeing guys all bundled up like you normally do. The wind has died down. And so the conditions, uh, the scoring has been outstanding. Guys can go low. They're going low again this morning. So really what they're going to do is uh, let things dry out a little bit and uh, with some tighter tucked pin placements to see if they can uh, give the course a little bit more defense. Otherwise, you could potentially be seeing somebody holding the Claret Jet jug on Sunday shooting close to 20 under. Well, not only are the conditions just weird historically, because I do know that watching the Open Championship, like the first couple of days, it's always looking like they are hitting into clouds and rain. Yeah, clouds and rain. You usually see them rain gear out and yeah. the beanies on, and yeah, you're like, right. wait, it's July, and it's like... 52 degrees and the wind's blowing 20 knots. It's even weirder now considering what's going on in countries that are like right near that area. I mean, I know Germany's like not right near the UK, but it is weird that they're going through flooding and the UK is going through the complete opposite, which is like, nope, everything's nice here now. Yep. So Royal St. George's in uh, Sandwich County Kent, England. So they are in England, not Scotland this year in the rotation of courses, which by the way, we found out on AJ and Dusty. Oh. That is literally where the sandwich was created. Yes. And that Dusty was... guessed it on air because we were like, oh, whatever. They just named it Sandwich because they got lazy at some point. The sandwich was already created and they said, let's just call it this. No, no. It's the Royal Duke of Sandwich. Mm -hmm. And they still have lineage that's around. Like, there's a guy. Yeah who's related to the original Royal Duke yeah. who's still so kicking the fur. I, I don't know if it was him or he had uh, one of his servants actually put meat between two pieces of bread. He was gambling. Ah, we looked up the origin story of it and he was gambling and he got the idea of a sandwich because he went to the Mediterranean and he saw all of them putting all these cheeses and olives between pita bread little stack right there. There you go. And he didn't really put it together until he was so lazy at the gambling table. He told one of his servants, Hey, go put some meat between two yeah, pieces of bread. I, I need something I can hold in a hand. I, That's right. These utensils are unnecessary. I yes. need to feed myself while continuing to gamble. It was the greatest thing before sliced bread. Yes. When people were so just taking day, whole loaves. Uh, 1600s? <laughs> when when did we do this? 1600s? What's that? The sandwich? Yeah. Eh, it's much before. Oh, I got to go look it 14, up again. 1400s? Yeah, it's it's mm. real long ago. Well, we'll have uh, more fun stuff like that. I am employing a little help. My good buddy Jeff Shane, a uh, longtime golf rider down there in Central Florida now for the Village's Daily Sun, going to hop on at 815, get his thoughts on what we've seen through 36 holes, what we expect to see. Can Louis Oosthuizen not have the Sunday fade and win his second major? Uh, if he does, it would be 11 years to the day since he won the Open back in 2010, his only major championship. Uh, but Jordan Spieth, who continues to play very, very well of late, 
Could he finally win another major? Colin Morikawa had a great round two. He's in position trying to win a major in his debut at that particular major for the second time after taking the um, PGA Championship at Harding Park. Uh, Dustin Johnson quietly sneaking up. John Rahm is in the field. Brooks Kepka was among the leaders until he had a rough start this morning. Uh, but he's still throwing shade at Bryson. We'll get into Bryson ripping his uh, his golf manufacturing company. So good. Uh, with uh, comments about his driver. He did make the cut, but is nowhere near contention. And uh, so we have that audio for you as well. It's all, all good stuff. There is some other golf being played around the country, around the world. So uh, let's start by going inside the ropes. It's time for an insider's look at the leaderboards, the latest on all tours, plus local golf events and golf news. This is Inside the Ropes, part of Golf in the Northwest. We'll start with the Corn Ferry Tour there in Springfield, Illinois, for the Memorial Health Championship presented by LRS. Eric Barnes is your leader at 15 under par. He's got a two-shot lead over Jared Wolf and Max Grayersman. Uh, this is important for Eric Barnes starting the week 43rd in the uh, points ranking. But if he can get a victory, that will move him up into the top 25 as they only have a few more tournaments to play. Uh, this is the whole wraparound. So it's a full almost two seasons uh, that they have been accumulating points. So normally if you win a tournament at some point, uh, it kind of almost guarantees you a spot. Not the case because this was uh, going back to 2020 and now they're coming down the stretch. So they've got um, they got three or four more tournaments to go. Uh, actually about five. So they'll wrap up Labor Day weekend as well. The Corn Ferry Tour Championship, uh, that will be in Indiana. And so, or actually, no, it'll be before that. It will be the Pinnacle Bank Championship where they will finish up in Omaha. So that'll be it. Be it. So four more tournaments for them. And uh, then they will finally award those 25 PGA Tour cards for the 2021-2022 season. Uh and so everybody's scrambling to uh, not only make that, but then further down the list, making sure that they can get into those Corn Ferry Tour finals. There is an alternate event on the PGA Tour. It is in Kentucky, the Barbasol Championship, and they're playing Keen Trace Golf Club there. JT Poston with the lead 13 under par, but it is a very bunched leaderboard. So these are for uh, players who did not uh, make the field at the Open Championship. Luke List, uh, who has played well of late, been in contention. He's two back in a group at 11 under. That includes Seamus Power, uh, Taylor Pendrith, Ryan Armour, and Joseph Bramlett. They're tied at 12 under par. Our good buddy Scotty Harrington did make the cut at four under par. Having a little weather delay this morning. And uh, he was able to start his round, but they have suspended play. And uh, Scott... Really needs to put something together. He's uh, 176th on the FedEx Cup points list. He needs a couple of good finishes uh, to try and get into that top 125, keep his card. Uh, otherwise, he may uh, he will most likely be in those finals then with the Corn Ferry Tour, Tour trying to keep his card. The LPGA Tour, uh, a little fun. This will be their last tournament in the States. Until the Cambia Portland Classic in mid-September out at the Oregon Golf Club. 
uh, in West Lynn. And it's a team event, uh, having a lot of fun. Some of them getting ready for Olympic play. Some of them getting ready for Solheim Cup play. The Dow Great Lakes Bay Invitational is where the ladies are this week. So they play alternate shots, uh, foursomes on Thursday. Or, uh, this actually started on Wednesday. On Wednesday and Friday. And then better ball on Thursday. And today, Saturday, will be the final round. The team of American Sydney Clanton and Jasmine Sawanapura from Thailand tied at 15 under uh, with another uh, team, uh, Padgeri Ananrukum uh, and Aditi Ashok of India. They are also at 15 under. Carlotta Sagana, Mel Reed, possible Solheim Cup pairing. They are at 14 under par. And then a couple of sister teams, the Jutana Garns are 13 under. And then Team Jelly, Jessica and Nelly Corda at 10 under par. Stacey Lewis, Maria Fossey playing together. They're at 10 under par. Did you say Team Jelly? Yeah, that's what they call themselves. Jessica and Nelly Corda, the Corda sisters. Team, Team Je- Jelly. That's pretty sweet. They are so much fun to watch. Uh, they got a lot of game, too. So That's a hell of a marketing idea, too, especially for the demographic. Well, of think about this golf. family. You, as a tennis aficionado, must yes. know father, Peter Corda. Okay. Who uh I think he won I think he won an Australian Open. Mm. Uh um, a little before my time. He was back in the days of Yvonne Lendl, Pete uh, Sampras. Okay. Um so and then they have their younger brother Sebastian Corda, who is an up and coming young American. Obviously the family after Peter retired moved mm. to the United States, so they are all American. Uh he had his best run at Wimbledon, I think got to the third or fourth round here recently. So, uh, yeah, it's one of those families. Oh, I see. Snooty. No, not at all. Just ridiculously athletically gifted. Uh, yeah. So you have the world number one, the, the women's world number one player, as well as Jessica Corda, who's in 13. They're both going to the Olympics. And then Sebastian Corda, who's one of the top young American men tennis players. And Lord knows the Americans need a top American Men, yeah, uh, men's tennis player to to try and crack through. So well, yeah, because that's gonna market everything better anyway. No question, no question. So also, I would love to stay at their vacation home because you know they live on a golf course and they probably put oh, yeah. a tennis court like in the backyard. Yeah, well, like, I think they all got their own spots now. But yeah, and I'm sure I can't remember if Peter Corda was Czech Republic. I can't remember where he was, uh, where he was from originally, but yeah, they've got they've got some places over in Europe too. But it's a it's a fun event. He is uh, Czech Republic. Though. There we go. My memory still works. Uh, so you can watch that one Golf Channel, uh, or actually it'll be on CBS today. Final round coverage from uh, one to three. So once the Open Championship is wrapping up, as the leaders have just teed off. So everybody is on the course, and of course, that is where all of our attention is. Louis Oosthuizen, your 36-hole leader at 11 under par. That is the 36-hole scoring record for the Open Championship. He's got a two-shot lead over Colin Morikawa. Jordan Spieth with a birdie on the second after hitting it a little sideways. He's at nine under. Uh, Dustin Johnson, seven under. He is even through three. Uh, 
a number of South African players joining Louis Oosthuizen up there. Justin Harding is seven under. Dylan Fratelli also seven under. Uh, veteran of the European Tour, Marcel Seam at six under. He's trying to make a late push uh, to be a captain's pick for the Ryder Cup. Scotty Scheffler, uh, the youngster out of UT, six under. But he's uh, got a bogey today. John Rahm is at five under starting the day. Had a big finish on Friday. Uh, but he's even par through seven. Brooks Kepka having a rough go. Three over through five. He is falling off the pace quickly. But we are seeing some of the guys that were out early. Robert McIntyre, uh, local there from Scotland. Five under round. Jason Kokrak with a 466. So the scores are still out there today. We'll have to see how the conditions set up, how much they're going to let them get a little crispy, a little shiny. We'll hear from the players as well. But when we come back, Jeff Shane, our good friend, longtime golf rider uh, for the Village's Sun-Times down there in Central Florida, he will join us, giving us some perspective on what we are about to witness here this weekend in the 149th Open Championship. Glad you're along with us here. Just getting started. Golf in the Northwest on 1080 The Fan. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Oh, such a clutch pickup, Dave. I know, right? I was worried we'd bring back the same team. Oh, no. I meant those blackout motorized shades. MVP of the room. Blinds.com made it crazy affordable to replace our old blinds. Hard to install? No, it's easy. Even you could do it. Nice. I installed these and then got some for my mom, too. You fly across the country to do the install? Nope. Blinds.com can do it all. All she had to do was pick what she wanted. She talked to a design consultant for free and scheduled a professional measure and install. Look at you, Hall of Fame son. Oh, I just picked the winning team. They're the number one online retailer of custom window coverings in the world. Oh, Blinds.com is the GOAT. The GOAT. He shoots. He scores. Go to Blinds.com for up to 45% off and a 100% satisfaction guarantee. Go right now for up to 45% off at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. 818 here this morning. It's just me, Jason, flying solo. Harold uh, will be back with us. He's uh, in upstate New York attending to some family business, but uh, gives me an opportunity to welcome in good, good friend of the show down there riding for the Village's Daily Sun. You can follow him on Twitter at Jeff Shane, S-H-A-I-N. Uh, Jeff joining us this morning from uh, lovely, lovely Central Florida. How you doing this morning? <laughs> Florida. How is it for you? Uh, it's perfect out here. Going to be uh, just around 80 degrees. So uh, that uh, that heat dome that plagued us for a weekend in June, long gone. 
Uh, conditions couldn't be better out here. And the same goes for Royal St. George's. Uh, people surprised <laughs> that guys are out there in shirt sleeves, the wind less than 10 miles an hour, and uh, Louis Oosthuizen taking advantage, setting a 36-hole scoring record at the Open Championship. Just how un-British Open-like has the first two rounds been from your perspective? Well, it, it certainly has been. It, it is definitely interesting to see sunshine uh, for the better part of three days. Uh, however, saying, having said that, I've been to Royal St. George's twice. Uh, the last time it was there in 2011 when Darren Clark won, uh, I got caught in one of those days where they had the sideways rain. So there's that side of it. But in 2003, they had a heat wave going on in Sandwich at the time of the Open, and the sight of British golf fans shirtless is not something you want to have at the front of your memory banks. <laughs> no, not at all. And uh, it looks like uh, it's going to stay around 70 degrees. All of the leaders, the final groups, have teed off. Uh, final groups on on the second hole, but we saw some from some of the earlier groups this morning. We're seeing some more 66s, 65s. So there are some low scores out there to be had today. Who's most equipped, do you think, to possibly uh, have a bit of a cushion going into Sunday? Well, I think we have to start at the top. I, I, I think Louie not only has played well this week, but his Major, major championship performance the last couple of years shows that he's going to be right at or near the top. And uh, he is obviously, this is the one that uh, major that he has won. Uh, he just plays so confidently uh, when, when it comes into this, uh, into this uh, crucible that uh, he's the guy that comes right, comes to me right off the top. And uh, they've been talking about it on TV. I've been talking about it since the start of the week as well, but Jordan Spieth is a different guy when he comes out to the open championship because uh, he doesn't think so much about his swing with all of the quirks and what you have to figure in with the wind and uh, the different kinds of rough. Uh, he, it just seems like he doesn't think about his swing so much. He thinks about making shots, and here, here he is, two shots off the lead, only one guy in front of him, and I, I, he's playing extremely well here in the opening uh, part of his round. So those are the two guys that jump out at me. I'm sorry if I'm not being creative here, but those are the, those are the ones. Yeah, no question. And Colin Morikawa, uh, with the way he played early on Friday, uh, certainly get it dialed in. He talked about uh, how important it was to play in the Scottish uh, Open the week before, and he changed uh, he changed his irons, his seven, eight, and nine irons in the bag. Uh, based on on the ground and bounce and those sorts of things that uh, professional golfers can get very particular about, and it certainly worked. But those three might have an opportunity uh, to push themselves uh, so that they don't have to contend with the entire field. But you look at guys like Cameron Smith, the youngster who's been playing so well, but you've got Dustin Johnson, who has won majors, Danny Willett, who has won a major uh, there in the field, and John Rom, Paul Casey lurking around as well. You couldn't really ask for much of a better leaderboard unless, of course, you got Brooks and Bryson in the same pairing, but we'll have to have that dream another weekend. Uh, who, who might be coming from four or five shots down that people need to keep an eye on? Well, I, I, I think that um, John Rom 
uh, for whatever reason, he plays extremely well at the Scottish Open. And if he can just find a way to translate to one week later on the schedule, uh, that would really help. But uh, he's he's off to a little bit of, of a pedestrian start today, just even par through seven holes. I would think that he would have uh, – yeah, his, he's certainly got the game to play this. And I have said for the longest time – you've probably heard it from me – Paul Casey should win a major at some point. Now, he's gone through the injuries. He's gone through the divorce. He's gone through a lot of – a lot of tough things as I'm watching Danny Willett laughing at the fact that he just made a two on 10 here. So maybe we need to put him in the mix as well. <laughs> but uh, but uh, Paul Casey, uh, he's another one of these guys who maybe isn't as consistent as Louis Wistheisen in getting to the top of the leaderboard, but he's kind of one of these consistent workers right around the top 10 where if he just catches a couple breaks, makes a couple of uh, extra uh, you know mid-range putts, he could be in the mix. He is, uh, he is British. Uh, he knows how to play in that, in those conditions. Even though he spent probably most of his adult life now on the West Coast or in Arizona, but uh, he knows how to do it. And and I I still think he's got one in. Maybe he'll, he may have the Darren Clark, just you know, syndrome where uh, he's been frustrated and frustrated and frustrated, and then some, you know, at 42 or something, everything will fall into place right somewhere on the major calendar. Jeff Shane, our guest, golf rider for the Village's Daily Sun down there in Central Florida. Uh, you mentioned you've been to this course a couple of different times to to cover uh, cover events and cover majors. So with the conditions like this, uh, the you know we heard the discussion. Okay, they're going to tuck some pins, maybe let the greens uh, dry out a little get to a bit to give the course some defense, but also the fairways. Uh, can get a little dry and run out. So it's not necessarily, I think the bombers might have to be a little bit more concerned uh, not to hit it too far because of all the bumps and nuances in the fairways, a good tee shot could be ending up in trouble. Yeah, you're absolutely right. It is maybe the most unusual set of fairways that we have in major championship golf. And I remember I think it was in 2003 when uh, Ernie Els described Royal St. George's as playing on the surface of the moon because you just don't have uh, an even lie in the fairway. Or if you do, you're very lucky. The ball is a little bit above your feet, a little bit below your feet, slightly uphill, slightly downhill. You can hit a great drop fairway and it catches one of those humps and kicks one way or kicks the other, and uh, and conversely, you can hit an, a solo drive and it'll catch one of those bumps and kick into the middle of the fairway. So you've got to be able to be patient, uh, accept what the fairways give you. Try not to give yourself too, uh, too large a room for error in case you get the wrong bounce out of it and it bounces from somewhere in the fairway to somewhere in that header. Um, you, so being consistent and being patient and maybe taking a little bit off your drives, it depends on how confident you are. But if you've got kind of a wide dispersion there, as we've seen a little bit with Mr. DeChambeau, it, the one thing you can't do is you can't miss the fairway. Uh, you, you really can't get a bounce from out of the fairway into the fairway, you're just going to put it in the thick stuff to begin with, and it's not coming out with any sort of ease. 
And so you mentioned Bryson. Uh, we'll we'll get to the audio of him uh, not happy with his equipment and all of the brouhaha that developed from that. But uh, you've been covering the tours and professional golf for so long. Just uh, this will not go over very well. How unique is what he is trying to do and his approach to the game and his disposition with the game uh, that he is going to have to check himself at some point if he wants to continue to have the partners and the support that most professional golfers enjoy? Well, it's interesting because uh, we actually have a Cobra representative that lives in the villages here, and, and I – uh, I had a short exchange of texts with him yesterday, and, and he certainly did not come across as, as very happy and, and, in fact, kind of ended uh, ended his text with saying, I hope Bryson doesn't, uh, you know, contribute anything more negative this weekend. And my initial reaction was, I don't think he's going to have to because he's not around for the weekend. And I saw I made the cut on the numbers. So uh, we, we do have to do But I, I, I think I, Bryson – he, there's no question he's passionate about what he does and he can get really frustrated. We've seen the clips of him, you know, kind of at his wits end on the practice range, you know, with darkness settle, settling over because he can't find whatever he's looking for. He's got to find a way to dial that back. I mean, for a guy that's called the mad scientist, there's, there's, a, lot, there's a lot of emotion uh, in that science. And when it doesn't happen for him, he, his chili runs hot. There's no question about it. What I think Bryson also needs to do, and I wrote about this a couple of days ago when the incident happened, is he's got to seriously, I think, rethink the way he approaches these major championships. Major championships are not a one-size-fits-all. Just because something worked at Bay Hill doesn't mean it's going to work near the English Channel. Uh, Augusta National has hit back at Bryson because he's a little hard-headed in that I'm going to hit it as far as I can, and then we're just going to take wedges from there. Well, if you hit it in the trees, that ain't going to work. If you hit it in the thick stuff, in the knee-high grass, that's not going to work. I admired the quote-unquote old Bryson because it seemed like he thought his way around the golf course a lot more than he is now. He's, he, he's taking this, I, the, the, this power wedge game, and he's, he's trying to make it fit all situations. I don't think it works. I, 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 I was uh, saying this to somebody the other day. It's, and and this, this is like comparing cobras to oranges. And, and bear with me a second when I say this. <laughs> but you can grow oranges in Florida. You can grow oranges in Arizona and California and even Texas. You can't grow oranges in Utah. You can't grow oranges in Idaho. Don't try. But Bryson is taking this drive it as far as you can and wedge it out game to places that aren't meant to grow oranges, so to speak. No question. And I think the contrast to that is a couple of guys that are up there uh, at the top of the leaderboard, Jordan Spieth and Colin Morikawa, who Bingo. really excel at thinking their way around golf courses and apply the mental game uh, to to the courses themselves. 
Of course, Louis Oosthuizen, if he is still in the lead on at the end of this day, he's all the questions are going to be about the Sunday fade, and he's uh, been he's got the uh, Grand Slam runner-ups uh, there. He's been so consistent, but can't close on Sunday. What's going to be the key for for any of those guys, and who do you expect to be holding the Claire Jug on Sunday? Well, I think with Louis, I think when you go back and you look at those runner-ups, it's always been one or two drives that failed him at the at the absolute wrong time. Uh, he, he, the separation between him and John Rahm at Torrey Pines came on the 17th tee at Torrey Pines where he put it in the canyons. He had the double bogey at 13 at the PGA Championship that allowed, uh, uh, allowed Phil Mickelson to increase his lead. He's really not played all that badly. He's not had a 77 on Sunday. He's not had a 74 on Sunday. But he's hit the wrong shot at the wrong time. Uh, his driver has gotten a little loose. So I think he's got to be sure that, that he is, uh, and, and they, you know, whether that's taking a little bit off the effort, maybe it's, uh, you know, downgrading, uh, you know, taking a, a three wood off the tee at, at a couple of times. Uh, he just needs to avoid the bad shot. Morikawa is maybe the best ball striker out there. Right now, uh, his irons are exquisite, even though he switched out seven, eight, and nine. And it was funny because somebody asked him, you switched out three of your irons. Are you happy with your manufacturer? And so, and, and Rick Hall chuckles and he said, I'm, I'm happy with every club in my bag. And, and you know, it, it's all tailor-made. And, you know, they, tailor-made helped him switch out to the proper uh, seven, eight, and nine irons, I suppose. But uh, he's struggling a little bit right now. A lot of it is coming off the tee. He's finding a couple of pot muckers. Uh, but he's, uh, his game from the second shot on in has really been exquisite this week. Uh, and he knows how to get there. And, you know, there's that stat out there. I find it intriguing. He could be the first guy in major championship history to win his debut at two different majors, having done it at the PGA last year and this with no British Open last year, he, this is his first year. And, and Jordan, I think it, it could just be a situation of keep doing what you're doing. You've won this event before. You certainly know how to be creative. Do not get into playing, uh, playing golf shot. Play, continue to play golf. Continue to play Lynx golf. And already here, he's now one shot uh, off the pace, having made up two shots on, on Lewis ties in, in just the first four holes. Yeah, he just buried a long birdie putt on four. So he's at 10 under. Louis Ustase in 11 under, parring the first three holes. Colin Morikawa just made a bogey. So he's at minus eight. Uh, I Boy, if Jordan doesn't uh, get too much into his head and the the two-way miss off the fairway doesn't creep back into his game, I think he thrive. I think he loves that environment over there. He thrives, and I'm I'm really looking for him to uh, have a have a weekend and maybe get another major. It's a good opportunity for him too, because sometimes with the PGA and the U.S. Open, they extend to the tips. They extend to that 7,700 yard. Uh, range, which actually puts Jordan at a little bit of a, of a disadvantage. Part of what got him off track in 2018 and thereabouts was he tried to chase a little bit more distance, and it 
it put the rest of his swing off, and it's taken him this long to get back into it. And now he's kind of back to being really consistent. I think he had he's on this run of like 11 consecutive top 20s in any PGA Tour start. I mean, he's playing really, really consistently now. Uh, but think of how long it's taken him to get back. Um, you know, one of the things that I think golfers – tend to do. You always want to improve something, but don't lose who you are. And I think Jordan was lost in who he was for a couple of years, and it's good to see what he's doing now. And if you can just continue to take this mindset from Sandwich back to the FedEx Cup playoffs, et cetera, et cetera, uh, we might see a little bit more of the Jordan speed that we saw in 2015 and 2016. Well, it's going to be a fun weekend. Great leaderboard. Uh, great viewing as it sets up. Jeff Shane there with the Village's Daily Sun covering golf. I know you're working on a big Olympic thing. We look forward to that as well. Thanks so much for taking a few minutes uh, for us here, and uh, we'll catch up with you down the road. That all sounds great. And, and uh, yeah, the, the Olympic tournament is, what, two weeks away? I mean, this is yeah. such a huge stretch because, you know, we, we go from this. We, we actually do have a World Golf Championships event next week, not to mention an LPGA major. And then the Olympic tournament and three weeks of the FedEx Cup and the Ryder Cup two weeks after that finishes. This is this is as good a stretch of golf maybe as we're ever going to get in terms of the prestige of back to back to back to back to back to back to back tournaments. It's going to be, it's going to be a lot of fun to watch and uh, we'll follow it along with you as well. Thanks so much for taking some time for us uh, this morning, Jeff, best of luck uh, moving forward. Sounds great. Enjoy your Saturday. You too. There you go. Jeff Shane, our good buddy at Jeff Shane, S-H-A-I-N on Twitter and uh, working there for the Village's Daily Sun. Okay, uh, plenty to get to. We talked a lot about some of the comments of the guys at the top of the leaderboard. We will hear from that next as we make the turn. It's Golf in the Northwest on 1080 The Fan. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Tips for your game from award-winning PGA instructor Harold Bluestein. It's time to ask the pro on Golf in the Northwest on the fan. 8.38 here this morning. Thanks again to Jeff Shane. 
Harold will be back uh, with us on the phone, but he's uh, there in upstate New York uh, taking care of some family business. And so since we don't have him to ask directly about what's going on at the 149th Open Championship, I thought we'd just uh, get it straight from the uh, horse's mouths, uh, so to speak, uh, with comments from the guys atop the leaderboard here. Uh, most notably, Louis Oosthuizen, who finds himself uh, starting the day with a two-shot lead and uh, setting a 36-hole record for scoring at the Open Championship. He was asked about that after his round on Friday. To have any record at the Open um, or part of any record at the Open is always very special. And, um, you know, it's, it's, I think I've played really good the last two days. I probably played a bit better yesterday in the, in the conditions we were playing in. But, um, you know, today we, we got really, I, wouldn't, I would say, lucky sort of the last nine holes. It was as good a weather as you can get playing playing this golf course. Um, so, uh, you know, all of us took took advantage of that. Um, I think in our three three ball we had a 64 and two 65s, which uh, you don't really see around the Lynx golf course. And so the big question will be, as we, we heard from Jeff, can he avoid the big mistake at the wrong time on Sunday? Uh, and that's what everybody will be watching. As for Colin Morikawa, uh, he had the great second round, and we he was asked about what it was and how much playing the Scottish Open the week before uh, allowed him to have the right formula here for Royal St. George's. You know, I, I wouldn't be here through these two rounds if I hadn't played last week at Scottish. You know, I've played in firm conditions. I can think of places I've played in, you know, tighter, drier conditions. But just having, you know, fescue fairways, and the ball sitting a little different um, was huge to see last week. You know, I changed my irons, my nine through seven iron that I normally have blades in. I, I changed them to the, the MCs um, strictly, strictly because I couldn't find the center of the face. And, you know, I was hitting these iron shots last week that I just, I normally don't. And my swing felt good. Um, but it was a huge learning opportunity. You know, last week I, was, I, was, I wanted to win, um, but I came out of it learning a lot more. And, and thankfully it helped for this week. And so a little rough start this morning, but uh, just knocked one close in there on the fourth hole as we've uh, got the coverage going on NBC here this morning. Uh, for Morikawa, the more he doesn't have to rely on his putter uh, to to make clutch putts, if he can just knock them in there close for you know a little tap-in, birdies, those sorts of things, where he's had issues uh, in his young career, is those uh, little knee knocker between 6 to 12 feet uh, for birdies uh, in order to uh, keep rounds going. As for Jordan Spieth, uh, he was asked after his first round why he seems to play so well uh, over in the Open Championships. I think it brings a lot of the feel aspect into the game. Um, I think, you know, I, I start, I shorten swings up over here and start to and hit more punch shots and just stuff that, I probably should be doing at home when I'm trying to, you know, you just, you got less swing focused and more shot focused over here. Cause the second you take your, your brain off of what shot you're hitting, um, you may not find your ball. So, um, you know, there's a, there's a, there's a, instead of a, just a driving range shot in Palm Springs, it's, there's always some shot you have to play that gives you a little bit of an advantage or, um, or certain club selections based on you hit a fade or a draw, they go, 15 to 20 yards um, different distances than um, between which shot you play. So I guess to sum that up, there's, a, there's just a lot of external factors over here, and I think that um, external is where I need to be living. 
And that's maybe one of the most insightful things he said. He's got to get out of his head so much thinking about what he's doing, technical, mechanical, all that. And just, uh, and, and Harold's told me this as I'm trying to get a more consistent swing so I can have more consistent results and lower scores. He's like, you just need to go look at a golf shot and trust, a, make a golf shot rather than worrying about, okay, set up in my shoulder position and this and that and the other thing. And when Jordan's able to do that and trust his swing, uh, he can get on a roll as we've seen where he's now within a shot of the lead. Not to bring the other uh, country club sport into this as well, but I have the same problem with tennis because you think so much about certain shots, not so much like a ground stroke, but like a backhand. You think yeah. so much about what the movement is and where the placement of your wrist should be and where you need to flick it on contact that you just start screwing up. And it's the whole practice mentality of you do it over and over and over and over and yep. over and over again until it's just second nature. And that's what, you know, I watched that. I won't take you too much off the rails here. I watched that Naomi Osaka thing. Um, on Netflix. Have you I, heard about that? I, I have. I haven't seen it yet. All right. Watch the first part of that. She said that as she hits, she feels like she's a robot. And that's like half depressing, half impressive is yeah. the fact that like she just does everything by standard. And it sounds like that's something like he needs to get more into. And that's why watching guys like uh, Rafa and uh, Fed for so many years, there's an elegance and a gracefulness to it that you just don't see, which is why they've won 20 majors and been atop the world rankings for 15 years. Same thing as Tiger, man. Uh, Yeah. Uh, Spieth went on to talk about uh, how he expects the conditions maybe to toughen up over the weekend. With the forecasted conditions being sunshine and less wind, I imagine... Uh, they'll they'll let them firm up because that'll be the defense of the golf course. And I know that that was the case the last time the Open Championship was held here. And it puts more of a premium on hitting out of the fairway for sure. Um, and so I might look into adjusting kind of what clubs I'm hitting off tees. I've been able to hit driver a lot around this course. And um, I'm not sure if that'll stay the same or if I'll look to, to make sure we're positioning ourselves in the fairway more. And that'll be something, too, if he stays in those last groups. They teed off at 3.45 p.m. local time. Obviously, daylight almost till 10 p.m. Uh, there in England. And so if they're not going to put a lot of water on the greens overnight, uh, it's dry. The sun is out. There's a little bit of wind. Things can get pretty uh, cr- crispy over there. So that'll be something that they distance control uh, both off the tee and with the second shots is going to be crucial to be able to give themselves opportunities. Uh, The other big story coming out of the open uh, was, of course, Bryson DeChambeau blaming his equipment for his crappy first round. He barely saved it uh, on round two to make the cut on the number, but he's well off the pace uh, over par again today. Won't be a factor on the weekend, Uh, but him and Brooks and the rivalry Oh, it continues to just be fantastic as uh, Brooks uh, continues to just get more jabs in. We'll discuss that in the business of golf as we come down the stretch here. It's Golf in the Northwest on 1080 The Fan. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. 
Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Which new driver is best for your game? Who makes the best golf gear? Where should you take your next golf vacation? Which local course should you get to know better? This is the business of golf. Every week on Golf in the Northwest on 1080, The Fan. 848 here. Jason Swigart with you. Going solo today. Harold uh, should be back with us uh, next week. He's in uh, New York taking care of some family business. So, uh... Uh, letting him uh, do what he needs to do. But uh, we've got the Open Championship. Louis Oosthuizen remains your leader. He's 11 under, even through four holes today. Jordan Spieth with a bogey on five has dropped back to nine under, two shots back. Colin Morikawa at eight under. Justin Harding at seven under. And so uh, things uh, shaping up. Should be a great weekend there. And I'll, uh, well, I think you guys know where I'm leaning. I, I am fully expecting Jordan Spieth to uh, put on a show here this weekend. But the biggest show off the course is the ongoing rivalry between Bryson DeChambeau and Brooks Kepka. Uh, and DeChambeau just keeps feeding the fire. I think Brooks would drop it or move on if Bryson just didn't keep giving him material. And uh, it came after round one. If I can hit it down the middle of the fairway, that's great. But again, with the driver right now, the driver sucks. It's uh, not a good face for me, and we're still trying to figure out how to make it good on the miss hits. And, uh, you know, I'm living on the razor's edge, like I've told people for a long time. And, you know, when I did get it outside of the fairway, uh, like in the first cut and whatnot, I catch jumpers uh, out of there, and I couldn't control my wedges. So it's quite finicky for me because it's uh, a golf course that's, that's pretty short. And so when I hit driver up there and it doesn't necessarily go in the fairway, it's right in the first cut or whatever, or it's in, in the uh, uh, hay, it's tough for me to get it out onto the green and control that. But what is in the middle of the fairway, like I had it on 18, I was able to hit a nice shot in there to 11 feet and almost made birdie. Uh, so it's, it's kind of, uh, you know, living on the razor's edge. And, you know, if I can figure out how to make that driver go a little straighter and figure out the um, jumpers out of the rough, uh, that'd be awesome. I just can't figure it out. It's forever. Yeah, and I think that's the part he needs to focus on. He's the one that's got to figure it out. There are limitations to what these manufacturers can do and can come up with. Uh, you know, they're, they're manufacturing for while they are, you know, trying to get stuff for tour players, there's only so much they can do. Plus there's the limitations of, of weight and length and other restrictions for golf itself that is placed on, you know, how clubs get built. Uh, but yeah, you can't, that's just one of those taboo things. You can't go out and just say, uh, my equipment sucks. My driver sucks. Yeah. Cobra fired back pretty damn quick too. And Bryson's had to, uh, uh, put his tail between his legs. And if he ever wants to have sponsors again, he's going to have to learn how the business works. Well, he's not making it any easier for people to get on, get on board with what he is. I mean, Bryson DeChambeau represents what's supposed to be the new age of golf, the younger age of golf. And something that I know a lot of golfers, especially Harold do not like, which is this brash type of extroverted style of play and of dealing with media and dealing with fans. And it's like, you just put this on top of it. Like now he's a jerk on top of being kind of a golf douche. Like, 
Yeah. Yes. Um, and Hard I don't think I don't think brashness is an issue. It, it it is the idea that somehow he's smarter than the game. I think that's where he loses a lot of people, especially Brooks Kepka, who uh, in his post round <laughs> with Todd Lewis. Uh, just the subtle shots at Bryson are beautiful. You know, I thought the wind died down. Um, compared to yesterday, I didn't think it was as as bad, so you could be a little bit more aggressive. Um, drove the ball great. Loved my driver. Um, it's uh, Everything's going really well. You know, I, I felt like my pace was, was pretty solid. Um, I just needed to hit some putts harder, and, and that's what I did today. So, yeah, two shots there, one about his driver and the sponsor, the other about pace of play. Uh, which is where this whole thing started several years ago. Uh, Kepka, though, having a rough go of it this morning. He was three over through five. We'll see if uh, he can get it uh, dialed back in. He's got one back. He's at three under two over through nine holes. But uh, he do, talked about uh, the other contrast is just in their personalities and their approach to golf. Bryson is all wrapped up in it. We've seen pictures of him after a round out on the driving range. He will go 16, 18 hours a week or a day uh, trying to figure things out and being so precise. Uh, Brooks, uh, not so much. I've said it for a long time. It's, I, I don't need all the – yeah, you need reps to a certain extent, but um, I've, I've, I've gotten into that flow now um, after coming back from surgery where, look, my swing is my swing. I, I've owned it for – I'm 31, so I probably owned it for about, I don't know, 20 years, um, where it's been pretty much the same. You know, getting away and mentally recharging, I think, is the big thing. And, uh, you know, I'm able to do that when I go when I chill with my friends. You know, we had, a, we had a good time. And he enjoys having a good time. He likes to play good golf. He's extremely competitive. Uh, he's an amazing athlete, and, and he approaches it more from that mentality Sometimes, uh, you know, the competition seems to bring out the best in him. So while you won't see him playing a lot at the uh, the John Deere Classic or, you know, your your run of the mill events, uh, he really does dial it up. And I think there's more thought to his game than he lets on there. But putting the clubs down every once in a while, giving yourself a break understanding how what the mental grind is especially when you go into major championships being fresh being ready to embrace the challenge and uh, for him it's going to be about his body um if it if it holds up knowing you've got knee problems uh, now and does he have to at some point because he wants to play in these events uh overcompensate and, and develop other issues and some bad habits going in but uh but it should be it'll be interesting to see if he can recover from today Colin Morikawa uh finding bunkers he's off to a rough start Jordan Spieth knocked it close on the par three sixth after picking up uh, his first bogey he's looking to birdie right back he's playing with Dylan Fratelli they are in the third to, or second to last group and uh should be loads and loads of fun coming up uh this afternoon here Red Sox and Yankees will be over on 9-10. That's at 3-30. And then game five of the NBA Finals back in Phoenix, tied up two games apiece. Uh, the always pivotal game five. We'll have pregame coverage at 5 o'clock tip at 6. And uh, so your day is set up, Will. Are, is the op I know you're not big into golf, but does the setting of the Open Championship, is it more appealing to you than, say, the U.S. Open or the Masters? 
No, because this isn't again. I'll throw the tennis reference back into this. Is that is the British Open like the French Open? Yes, it's where there's not enough action going on when I'm awake that I don't care enough. But somehow Wimbledon defeats that, and I can't explain to you why. But like, I could care less about the French Open, also because like there's only been three people that have won it in the past twenty years. So it's. It's like yeah. if Rafa's not injured, it's probably him. Well, Spieth with the birdie there. So he's got three birdies in his first six holes. He's back to within one shot of Louis Oosthuizen. Uh, should be a lot of fun today and tomorrow. The coverage, uh, early early morning coverage will be on Golf Channel. And then I think around 4 a.m. Pacific is when uh, KGW8 will pick it up. And uh, so hoping it's going to be just a fantastic finish on Sunday again. Uh, the weather, much, much less of a factor. So this is going to be about shot making, shot execution. And uh, you've got some of the best in the game in Ustase and Morikawa and Spieth up there. Uh, can they accept, learn, and adapt to what the course, this particular course is doing for them and uh, make the adjustments that they will need to? Thanks again to Jeff Shane, our buddy from... Uh, the Village's Daily Sun down in Central Florida for uh, joining us, giving us some perspective there. We'll be back next Saturday. We'll wrap up uh, what happened at the Open Championship. Get you ready. The Olympic coverage again. Uh, the women will be headed over to uh, Europe for a couple of majors over there. Uh, we get you ready for the Olympics. Should be a lot of fun. So, oh, my goodness. My man Jeff Russ sitting in with Will for Center and Saint. We, uh, we know who the center is in that group. No question. Yeah, he's sitting over there. I know. I know. But we love him for it. He's the lovable center. What do you guys got in store? More Damien. Are you back to Damien Lillard? No, we're going to take I, a full hour of the show to examine examine Space Jam 2. Because I watched it. Oh, all right. Well, I have takes. It's a good thing I'm going home to watch the Open. Hope you are, too. Thanks again to Will Darkins. Harold will be back next week. I'm Jason. Hit him straight. Smoking at three, coffee at five. <laughs> no, he couldn't make a cut at a New York deli. I do recommend you move it around. The ladies are getting creamed. Ha <laughs> ha, you know how easy I am. Yeah, I know. Peaches in Europe. Uh... Oh, such a clutch pickup, Dave. <laughs> I know, right? I was worried we'd bring back the same team. Oh, no, I meant those blackout motorized shades. MVP of the room. Blinds.com made it crazy affordable to replace our old blinds. Hard to install? No, it's easy. Even you could do it. Nice. I installed these and then got some for my mom, too. What, you fly across the country to do the install? Nope. Blinds.com can do it all. All she had to do was pick what she wanted. She talked to a design consultant for free and scheduled a professional measure and install. Look at you, Hall of Fame son. Oh, I just picked the winning team. They're the number one online retailer of custom window coverings in the world. Oh, Blinds.com is the GOAT. The GOAT. He shoots. He scores. Go to Blinds.com for up to 45% off and a 100% satisfaction guarantee. Go right now for up to 45% off at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. 
Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.